No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Life is a strange mixture of joy and sorrow, birth and death. We rejoice in the birth of a child and we mourn the death of those we love. But through it all, God works out his plan for our lives. We hope you'll join us now as Pastor Daryl continues in Genesis chapter 35 on Simply the Bible. Jacob and his family had a wonderful time of worship and rededication at Bethel. Jacob built an altar. They offered sacrifices, and God appeared to Jacob. The Lord reaffirmed that he was no longer to be called Jacob, but Israel, one governed by God. Then they journeyed from Bethel, and when there was but a little distance to go to Ephrath, Rachel labored in childbirth, and she had hard labor. Now it came to pass when she was in hard labor that the midwife said to her, Do not fear, you will have this son also. And so it was, as her soul was departing, for she died, that she called his name Benoni, but his father called him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. And Jacob set a pillar on her grave, which is the pillar of Rachel's grave to this day. When Rachel was much younger, she was in a fierce competition with her older sister Leah to see who could have the most sons. When Leah gave birth and Rachel didn't, she became very envious of her sister and said to Jacob, Give me children or else I die. Later, when God answered her prayer and she conceived, she named her son Joseph, which means he will add. She desired another son. Little did Rachel know that in about 15 years, having another son would take her life. As her soul was departing, Rachel called the name of her son Benoni, which means son of my sorrow. The great irony is that the child she so desperately wanted earlier in life brought her a deadly sorrow at the end of her life. We must be careful what we wish for. The object on which we pin our hopes may in the end bring us more sorrow than we could have imagined. This does show the futility of Rachel's previous wrangling with her sister that was motivated by envy. In the end, both sisters received their portion from God that came by grace rather than by human striving. How much happier would Jacob's household have been if each sister wife had learned the secret of contentment and been able to rejoice in her nephews and nieces as she did her own children? But covetousness is costly. Jacob, of all people, knew how the stigma of a birth name could remain throughout life. So he changed the name of his newborn son, to Benjamin, which means son of my right hand. Rachel had been Jacob's favored wife, and Joseph was his favorite son. Now Benjamin would also enjoy this place of favor. While favoritism in this family caused many problems, at least Benjamin would grow up knowing that he brought pleasure to his father rather than sorrow. 
Jacob set up a pillar on Rachel's grave, which was still in existence at the time that Moses wrote Genesis. Prior to Rachel's dying, Jacob experienced a wonderful time of spiritual renewal at Bethel. The Lord appeared to him and reaffirmed the blessing of Abraham to him to make him a nation and give his descendants the land of Canaan. Then tragedy struck suddenly and Jacob lost the love of his life. It is true that life consists of birth, death, joy, and sorrow. We have our share of these, as providence determines. Often joy and glory are followed by sorrow and humbling, but the same God permits all. We could argue that pain and sickness and death are the result of the fall of man. And thankfully, if we are counted worthy to receive the heavenly life to come, these consequences of sin will be no more. But in the meantime, we must learn to accept what life hands us with faith and patience, knowing that we may not understand why. When Job lost everything in a single day and his wife told him to curse God and die, he responded, you talk like a foolish woman. Should we accept only good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? Jacob suffered the loss of his beloved Rachel, and now there was still more bad to come. Verse 21, Then Israel journeyed and pitched his tent beyond the tower of Eder. And it happened when Israel dwelt in that land that Reuben went and lay with Bilhah, his father's concubine, and Israel heard about it. There are many unanswered questions in this sordid account. Bilhah was Rachel's handmaid before Reuben was born, so she was quite a bit older than him. How long had this attraction been going on? How much was Bilhah party to it? What motivated Reuben to do this to his father? Incest is a sin that even unbelievers shun. There was a similar incident in the Corinthian church, and Paul wrote to them saying, it is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you and such sexual immorality as is not even named among the Gentiles that a man has his father's wife. We wonder if the fact that Jacob showed favoritism to Rachel and her sons had something to do with this. Had Reuben been carrying around this resentment so that he didn't deny himself his father's concubine? As I said, there are many unanswered questions. We can be sure that this added grief upon grief to Jacob. Not only had he just dealt with the loss of Rachel, but now this. And there is nothing more grievous to a father's heart than a wayward son. Plus the fact that this was compounded because Reuben also defiled Israel's wife. He didn't say anything now, but on his deathbed, he would bring it up. Reuben would lose his status as the firstborn son because of this. Verse 22. Now the sons of Jacob were twelve. The sons of Leah were Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, and Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun. The sons of Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin. The sons of Bilhah, Rachel's maidservant, were Dan and Naphtali. And the sons of Zilpah, 
Leah's maidservant, were Gad and Asher. These were the sons of Jacob who were born to him in Paden Aram. This is the first time in Scripture that all twelve sons of Israel are listed. Benjamin now completing their number, who was the only one born in Canaan. Verse 27, Then Jacob came to his father Isaac at Mamre, or Kirjath Arba, that is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had dwelt. Now the days of Isaac were 180 years, so Isaac breathed his last and died and was gathered to his people, being old and full of days. And his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. When Isaac was about 140 years old, he was blind and thought he was going to die soon. He lived an additional 40 years and was probably completely incapacitated when he died. That is a hard way to go, and especially upon those who are the caregivers. There were no assisted living centers in those days. And Rebekah had been dead for some time. Probably Isaac's servants took care of him. Isaac was gathered to his people, and Esau and Jacob came together to bury him, much as Isaac and Ishmael had buried Abraham many years before. Abraham, Sarah, Rebekah, and Isaac were all laid in the cave of Machpelah. Birth, death, joy, and sorrow are part of this life and visit us all. And we have little to do with their timing. When pain, sorrow, and death come, grace is our best companion. One of my most powerful memories is the year 1991, because in that year, I lost five family members, and I had something to do with every one of their funerals. All but one of them, I'm convinced, knew Christ. But my brother-in-law, I'm convinced he didn't know Christ. Even when we were praying for him while he was on his deathbed, uh, my father and I were praying for him, and and he was just in such agony, having died uh, as an alcoholic. And it was so grievous to me to see. But then when my father died the same year, 1991, I had to bury him, and he was a veteran in the Army Air Corps during World War II, and I had his body flown to Portland, Oregon, where there was a veteran's cemetery. And on the way, all I can say is that the Lord's presence was so incredibly real to me. I felt that he was there carrying me through this whole event, and I always knew that in spite of this really an awful year of so much death, that God was real, that precious in the sight of the Lord are the death of his saints. And we really can count upon him to walk with us through the valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil. Because if God is with us and he is for us, then who can be against us? And since that time, Death has not been something that I fear. It's just one of those things that one day we will all pass through. And why it is so important that we each are ready to meet the Lord at any time. Because the fact is, we just never know when we're going to go. We walk through this life. We enjoy the good times. 
We rejoice in the pleasures that God gives us. But then there's tragedy that strikes, sometimes quite unexpectedly. And it is only those who have found the faith and peace of God that can walk through these times with their heads held up and joy in their heart. By the way, three weeks before my father passed away, our daughter was born in 1991. My father had been in the hospital at the time, and so he wasn't able to be there for the birth. But just a few days before he died, he was able to hold her for the first time. And so, birth and death, joy and sorrow, visits us all. And blessed is the one who can receive all things from God and realize that God is in control and God is good. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepper Ridge Elementary School in Boise. To listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. We'd love to hear from you. While genealogies in the Bible can be boring, they help us trace the development of humanity. Likewise, our own family tree is the record of our place in the human family. Tomorrow we look at the generations of Esau. We hope you'll join us then as we continue in Genesis on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible.